whenever you're ready, Mr. Miller. All right. Good morning. Welcome to another fresh edition of Music to My Beers. I'm hoping that we're not going to be rusty because it's been like, what, three weeks since we've it's been a, Yeah, it's been a grip. We had uh, some, some building cleaning issues. We had some holiday issues. And here we are back in the studio for another fantastic edition of Music to My Beers. And all we did in the meantime was drink a lot of beers. Yeah. So we got a lot of content to talk about today. Lots of things that uh, I know you, you had over the Thanksgiving holiday. I had some over the Thanksgiving holiday. So it's it's going to be a good show. Yeah. We both did a little bit of traveling to uh, to imbibe a little bit. So oh, we, don't tell we, the government that. Yeah. We, no. <laughs> We practice safe social distancing. Wore our masks. All that fun stuff. It's amazing how the uh, the masks filter out some of the particles in the barley wine. It's really nice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we're, we're happy to be back, and thanks for joining us for another week of Music to My Beers. We do have a lot to talk about today. We uh, are in the midst of the holiday season. There's a lot of stuff that wants, a lot of breweries want to get into your wallet this time of year. Oh, yeah. And uh, we'll break down some of the, the highlights of our last couple of weeks drinking. Thank you for joining us. It's going to be a heck of a show. We promise you. We're well-rested. We're back. We're back. <sighs> At least for a while. For a little bit. <laughs> you know, we'll be here for a couple of weeks, then we take the holidays off. But, uh, you know, we you got us while we're here. Michiana's first, first best, 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 and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews. Hot tunes. This is Music to My Beers. Music, music to My Beers. On Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. This week, we've been out for a couple of weeks, so it's good to uh, be back in the studio, look across the board, and see Zach staring back at me. Yeah, uh, and sharing a beer, too. We'll sh- do that later. Yeah, sharing a beer. First things first, though, okay. uh, over the holiday break and uh, the couple of weeks we had off, uh, you did a little bit of traveling, and you went to uh, visit one of our new favorite out-of-state breweries. Oh, yeah. Went down and visited my brother at OutRun, and um, it was one of those, like, will they or won't they go? Like, my wife and I were having discussions about, like, can we do it safe? Can we travel you know, where are we going? What are we doing? And so we just decided, you know, we'll go, we'll wear our masks, and we uh, we headed down to Georgia. We didn't go anywhere except for his brewery, and that was one of the um, stipulations, too, with going out there, was that we wanted to go all the way down. You drove all the way down to the outskirts of Atlanta uh-huh. to go to a brewery, and then you went to your family's house. Uh, yes. So you went. You drove all the way down to Atlanta, 10 hours there, 10 hours home, to go to one brewery and then a house. Yes, basically. That's, that's dedication. That's all That's all we did for the Thanksgiving holiday. We wanted to play it safe, and my, we're, you know, we see the rises of, of all the uh, trends and stuff like that. But um, So we also said that... So if you're playing the home game, that's one Music to My Beers person who violated the CDC's suggestion to please not travel over the Thanksgiving holiday. <laughs> yeah. Continue, Zach. Uh, we did ask that my brother open up his brewery, and he was kind enough to do so. So opening it two hours before the they were opening oh, to the general public, so we got the behind the brewery scenes experience. Yeah, had some lunch in there and stuff, and and hung out. I got to try one new IPA that wasn't yet on tap. He was just pulling it out of the tank, testing it and stuff, seeing if it think needed anything or. Yeah, you can look up Outrun Brewing Company on uh, on Instagram. They have a really fun Instagram follow. It's, it's a it, the 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 brewery's got a really fun image that yeah. uh, that eighties throwback retro. And for the uninitiated, uh, what is his specialty? Because every brewery has that one thing they're really good at or the thing that kind of puts them on the map a little bit. I would say his specialty is low ABV. All right. Like hey, super sessionable low, stuff. sessionable, yeah, beers. And and that's one of the things, too. They're known for sours as well, but they're always low. I think one of their sours was only like 3.2%. So you can go in, you can feel like a big baller because you go in there and you're like, I've had 10 beers and I don't feel a thing. That probably, from a brewery standpoint, also cuts down on the amount of shenanigans you have. You know, people having mm-hmm. a few and taking art off the wall or getting into a fight, and, you know, <laughs> tipping over their table or dropping their pint. So, uh, but but that's good though. And also, you know, we've seen a lot of lower ABV because it's 
it's uh, a more responsible way to drink, but but for a lot of people now, it's also lower calorie, lower carb way to drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and there's and he and he can do a lot of different stuff with that low ABV. He's got an IPA on there that was I want to say it was like a four two or something. So it's it still has a good hot punch, but yeah. it, you don't have to worry about like a two hearted, you know, and the calories and. <laughs> Going yard on the seven oh, seven two. Yeah, I've never. It, it's funny too. You can tell because you watch uh, TV and the, with the hard seltzers and then with Michelob Ultra, all, all everyone pushes now is how low calorie, how low carb, how low ABV their beers are. Nobody's on TV saying, "Dude, this two of these are going to get you wrecked." <laughs> yeah. Step up to a three hundred ten <laughs> calorie two hearted from Bells, and that's why it's six ninety nine at the store. But, you know, for one can. Yeah, and also you know as we get further into this pandemic lifestyle, this uh, less active than normal lifestyle we're all living. That is kind of important because mm-hmm. i look down at what i drank over the holiday break and then uh you know we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later <laughs> yeah, on the show but, but you know there's a reason i jumped on the scale before i came back to work on monday i was like oh dude i gotta get right with the lord like this is not good you know i wait until after the holidays you know oh uh, just I, wait till 2021 2021 I, is gonna be your year i don't think cardiovascularly i can afford to do that <laughs> no. uh so you went down there and how many beers did you try because i saw a little bit of your your untapped activity and uh you you had have had a few. You were on the horn. Yeah, I had, I think, uh, he might have had seven on tap while I was there, including a hard seltzer. And I called him out. I was like, dude, your hard seltzer's not clear. And he's like, it's not supposed to be. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. It was like a watermelon lime or he's something like, like shut that. shut up, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> I got schooled on that and the IPAs. Um, one of my favorites, though, was his pumpkin spice beer. And he, he didn't have much of it left, but he poured me a little cup of it and then put whipped topping on top of it, that was a game changer. Okay, now yeah. now pumpkin spice as, as opposed to pumpkin flavored beers we're used to up here. Was it actually like a pumpkin spice? Like we think a PSL from Starbucks? Yeah, very much. It, it had like the chocolate characteristics. It had a little bit of the uh, the pumpkin flavoring to it. Yeah, but, the nutmeggy. Yeah, and but, it's, it's funny because that was the flavor I was after the first time I cracked a pumpkin beer. I'm like, oh, this is going to be like a pumpkin spice beer, and it is not. It's like no. a gordy. Oh, oh. I don't even think pumpkin went into the beer. Though. I've only been through Atlanta, uh, just on my way to Florida. Other places. What's the craft beer scene like down there in the in the ATL in the trap in the in the trap? Uh, it's it's actually booming. Um, and I know that there's a couple of breweries that we can now get up here. Uh, we can get Sweetwater, we can get Terrapin, and also Orpheus. Now um, I've seen it at citywide locations where you just they, they have it either in the four packs or cans. And um, that's a brewery that I was turned on to a couple of years ago because they're really known for their sours as well. Um, but uh, Creature Comforts, that's a big one that comes kind of, it's outside of Atlanta, but now they're making a name for themselves. And they got some deal with the Hollywood producers to open up a place out in L.A. Ah, like in, in those, California. Hollywood, those Hollywood producers. Yeah, because their beer showed up in the one uh, Marvel film. That's right. Uh, the Avengers Endgame. Yeah. Yeah, and Fat Thor was uh, <laughs> chucking them back. <laughs> we we're just talking about the calories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, all right, that's like great. And you brought some home, and uh, I've got some. Yeah. I, I haven't had it yet. I'm probably going to have it this weekend, uh, maybe before the night's out tonight. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it back. But the last one you brought, I can't remember what it is offhand, but he he does do really good work. And your brother's got a long history in brewing. It's not like he just decided to open a brewery one day. He's worked at breweries and kind of come up through the ranks and paid his dues. He, he got a history uh, degree at Georgia College and State, and then all of a sudden just decided at the end of college, you know what, I'm not going to use that history degree. I'm going to start brewing beer. I mean, what do you really use a history degree for other than teaching other people history to get them degrees that they really can't use? I know, right? Maybe taught them how to read uh, I do notice that uh, your beer shirt Thursday this week, you were wearing some baller new Hulkamania uh, yeah. merchandise. 
His t-shirts are great because they're all like 80s throwback themed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got he's got sweatshirts now um, that are super sweet. But they sell a lot down in Atlanta. Sweatshirts are they? Sweatshirts, uh, hoodless sweatshirts. Oh, ooh. yeah, the crew oh, neck. Oh. Yeah. Oh goodness. <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. Well, I'm glad you uh, you had a fun time and you got back safe to us. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing more great things from Outrun down the line uh, because uh, well, he's he's a brewer's got some promise. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, one of these days I can start just hauling it back by the keg. What you got to you know? do is you got to get close enough to him, like so that when the inevitable AB and Bev sale happens, <gasps> your brother cashes that obscene check. You're like, well, what about some? I promoted your beer up in Indiana. People are nuts for it up there. Do it now while I have just a small stake in the company. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah there you go. There you go. Uh, I, I've got to find out. We talked a little bit in the last segment about my Thanksgiving and my travels and stuff. How was yours? I know that you uh, may or may not have bounced around town and uh, made a trip to Chicago. Uh yeah the the last uh, the last time we were in here to do the show I was it was a week before prop day and I was oh, excited yeah. to go to Chicago I'm like all right this is gonna be great and they worked it a lot uh, Goose Island worked the prop day released for Bourbon County this year a lot like uh, Three Floyds did Dark Lord Day where you have your receipt you check in but it was a little bit different if you've uh, been down to their I think it's Claiborne Street uh, wherever the tap room is yeah oh that fir- original location yeah at first you pull into the United Center parking lot you do this big long like car maze. And you get to oh. this area, you hold up your receipt and your license, and then they tag the uh, mirror of your car with like a blue, like a blue Bourbon County ribbon on it. Oh, like Portillo's. Yeah. <laughs> and then you pull out and you make your way down to the uh, to the Clybourne Street brewing area, and then uh, there's like a stall you pull into. They see the band that's on your car. They wave you up, pop the trunk, they put it in, you take off, and that's the end of it. Wow. Yeah, so I really drove to Chicago for what was about a six-and-a-half-minute transaction. <laughs> it was like our trip to um, Three Floyds a couple weekends ago. Yeah, same, dude, same deal. All that, uh, all that trouble, and uh, my wife is to say it because I didn't win the ticket. She won, so we, she had to ride with me. Oh, so I was yeah. like, you want to drive to Chicago? Listen to some great tunes. And she's like, just shut up and drive. Just get us there and back. <laughs> uh, so we went. I was, uh, I was a little. Not, I wasn't disappointed, but I was hoping because I went there. We got the prop day tickets that uh, they were going to give you uh, two proprietors Bourbon County Stouts. You were going to get one other one to be named later, and then one of the other variants. Mm-hmm. And they gave me. Uh, I got the two props. I got the mystery variant, which all it says is that this. Uh, it's, it's a different bottle. It's been aged in two years in coconut. They don't tell you what it is? No, and I've got to read the label more. What it, what it sounded like is they had extra of something, so they just decided to pop out a bunch of these mystery variants. Oh. Uh, and, uh, and then they gave me an oatmeal uh, version. Hmm. But then I got here, and then Black Friday happened last week, and I went to my Belmont to go get my allotment, and... They had oatmeal available as well. Turns like oatmeal's available everywhere. Oh, Super man. Super easy to come by. But, you know, I, I, I went around and uh, rounded up as many bourbon counties as I can. And it was really funny because depending on where you got it, the prices were pretty crazy. It was $14, $15 for a regular in some spots. And then wow. like Walmart and Costco had it for not like nine ninety nine a bottle. Who had it? There was some place that around Walmart, I saw somebody posted up on a group, on a Facebook group that had Walmart. It was just like an entire end cap. Uh, of Sam, Sam's had a bunch. Okay. Yeah, for nine ninety nine. But Wow, steal. Yeah, and, and as it's as it's less and less sought after, I, I don't care. I still, it's like, a, it's like a yearly tradition for me to go out and hunt it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, a couple of the versions that were out this year around town that I didn't get my hands on was the anniversary version that's been aged for two years. Okay. And that was going for about thirty-two to thirty-eight bucks a bottle, and then there was the birthday cake version, and I have it. I don't know anybody who's gotten their hands on that. So there's, old man Ernie didn't get it. No, they're so they're they're still around town. I don't know if they're around town or we're going to get them, but uh, it's going to wow. be one of those. If I want it that bad, I got to trade for it. But uh, it was fun because then the following weekend I went to a bottle share in Kalamazoo. I went to a friend of mine's house again, 
We social distance. It was just four of us. We're all being very safe. But yeah. uh, I brought, I, I busted out one of this year's props, and uh, it's fantastic. It's great. Ooh, what, what's the flavor like? Because in the past, hasn't it been like it was kind of a banana bread one year, and then another year? I can't remember what we had last year. Um, Prop 2018, 2019? Last year was the the super like fudgy. Uh, I, I, that's the only only remember I, I described as uh, just super fudge, but gotta look it up on my phone. Yeah, it was really it was good, it was great, and uh, it just it, you do get sad when you bust out a bottle of that's sixteen and a half, sixteen point seven ounces, and then you divvy it up four or five ways. You're like, wow, there's not a whole lot to go around here. It's a little taster cup, I guess. <laughs> yep, I guess this is what it's going to be. But uh, it was it's chocolate covered cherries what you get this year, and Ooh, okay, uh, and it was great. And I'm starting to turn the corner a little bit on uh, on saving those bourbon counties. And I know it says right there that they bottle age for up to five years. Mm-hmm. But the previous uh, week, uh, right before Thanksgiving, my wife and I busted out some of the old ones, like the uh, the, like the Midnight Orange one. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that was a good one. Yeah, a couple of other ones. And the, the fla- I don't think the flavor is any, any better than it was. Okay. You know, if anything, some of the boozy heat comes off of it. Yeah. And the coffee always dips off a little bit. I drank a 2016 coffee variant. And... You know, the coffee was barely there, and I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. Did you get any flakes in uh, any of the ones that you poured out from, like, years past? Because just last year, I picked up a wheat wine, and I got and I opened it. Yeah, you said like, it made you hella sick, didn't it? it? Yeah, it did something to my kidneys, and, it, like, I was looking at the glass, and I filled up the whole thing in this giant goblet that I have, and it was all flaky and kind of nasty looking, but I still drank it because it tasted pretty good. But then the next morning, I'm like, ooh, I don't know if that's sitting well with my kidney. You know, it's funny you uh, you mentioned that. By the way, this is music to my beers here on Real Rock 1039 to Bear. I'm Cluck with Zach. Yeah. Uh, doing the last couple of weeks drinking wrap-up is uh, this year, one of the variants that was available around town, and I got uh, several of these, is they, it's a wheat wine that's uh, aged on, like, it's supposed to be like a candy apple. Mm. I haven't tried one yet, but I've seen them pour uh, poured out into a glass, and it's like super red. Oh. Is yeah. it clear? Or it's it's definitely not like stouty hazy. It's it's okay. more clear. But, okay, but uh, you didn't like that wheat wine, so who knows what you'll think of this one? Maybe we'll have to bust one out for a Christmas party or whatever we're going to do because parties are canceled here. But I know bummer. Yeah. That's got, a big bummer. And I got a chance to drink uh, one of my Dark Lord variants, and I'm starting to to think more that the less adjuncts they cram into these things, the better they are. Because the one we had was just uh, hung, drawn, and quartered from uh, two years ago. Oh, and it's just Dark Lord aged in rye barrels. That's it. Oh. Okay. It, it was fantastic. The rye was super pronounced. The body was super thick. And we also tried one of this year's Dark Lords. And typically, uh, I'll, I'll have it at the event, but I'll save the rest of the bottles. Yeah. So this is the first year I've had it, gone home and drank it. And it was fantastic. It was great. It was. I had one. I shared one with my brother at his brewery. Yeah. We it, opened it up. It's good. People have complained in years past that it's you know it's too rich, it's too thick, it's too sweet, it's too soy sauce, whatever. I thought they did a bang-up job. I thought so, too. Even my brother was like, wow, this is... This is good. Thanks for sharing. And and he, his only comment was like that was kind of the turning point for then the pastry stouts started coming uh, out yeah. because of Dark Lord and being yeah. a sweet Russian imperial. Well, then we go back to the calorie thing where I hop on the you know I got a, a new Fitbit scale because my last one conked out. It was funny. My last one conked out right before the pandemic. It was like the week before the pandemic broke out. Oh no! So like around St. Patty's Day, and I'm feeling good. I spent all winter in the gym. I'm feeling great. And the mm-hmm. scale broke, and that was the last moment I held myself accountable at all oh. to anything. <laughs> so after this entire week of like these thick boy stouts and just you know shameless double dry hop, double IPA after double dry hop, double oh, IPA, all the best. I finally got on the scale. I thought, okay, maybe these Michelob Ultra people are onto something. Maybe this, this like you know Goose Island locale stuff is for me. So uh, I've had to taper off my consumption and uh, and and jack up my gym attendance because. 
boy. Join CrossFit. Yeah. Drink dude. that Michelob Ultra. <laughs> Tell everybody about it. So uh, it's going to be a lighter than normal maybe next vacation. Okay. We'll okay. See. Well, we got Christmas around the corner. Maybe maybe just after that. A new year, new you. Or right. new us. <laughs> right. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll change down the road. But uh, thanks for joining us for another uh, entirely fresh edition of Music to Buy Beers. And now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers, B-Movie. This is the uh, first hour of the show. We like to take a pit stop real quick, break things down, and talk about something a little bit different along with our beer. It's movies, it's alcohol, it's a rating system, it's a thing of beauty. We call this monster the The B-Movie. And you had a great pick for this year's uh, Christmas movie because it's a December. If we, you know, we should be doing Christmas movies all month long like we did in October with Halloween movies. Yeah. From 2016, Let's... The Office Christmas Party. I I actually have not seen this one, but I really wanted to. And I I, it, I, I think I caught it on Comedy Central maybe, just like a brief moment. That's where, where I saw it. just gets wild. It's like a – and it reminds me – the scene that I saw, at least, it reminds me of our Christmas parties after you know after we're done recording the show. Yeah, and we go down there, and yeah. it's like, well, everybody's kind of loosened up, playing beer pong and stuff. And yeah, I've only been a, a part of one uh, radio station Christmas party that got really, really out of hand. But when I first started, you know, and times were good in the business, yeah. <laughs> they would hold it at this giant bar, shut off the entire top floor, it was open bar, and I was twenty two, twenty one at the time. I'm like, oh my god, my prayers have been answered. I'm super broke, and I've got access to free alcohol. The, the party just got crazy. Like our Midday guy was making out with two weekend girls, and it was wow. Yeah, it was those days. It was nuts, and I think that was the start of the end because they're like, we can't do that anymore. This is you know a huge human resources liability. So when I saw that movie, it kind of took me back to those early days where you're like, ah, I remember this. Uh, it's it's great. I saw it on Comedy Central, so I'm sure there's stuff that I that I missed, but um, it's before we found out that T.J. Miller was like you know a bad dude in real life jason bateman before he got into the ozark and you know in oh my, real bad dude yeah <laughs> so it it's great and uh and i'm going to give this movie one six pack of uh christmas ale from great lakes ooh that was the first like kind of holiday christmas ale i've ever tried in my life way back when and uh, it still it takes me back it's perfectly pitched it's got the right amount of like clovey sort of holiday nose nutmeg in there and it it's great it's not too thick Mm. So you can enjoy more than one, more than two, and uh, this movie's great because it just ends in a huge disaster. Everything's just terrible in it. <laughs> it's like what would have happened at the uh, Nagasaki Hotel, or uh... yeah, and Olivia Munn. She she looks all right in that movie. Oh, she looked very okay. Jennifer Aniston. It, it's a lot of fun, but everybody. It's like you took a whole bunch of comedic talent and jammed it all to one movie. Yeah, I saw Kate McKinnon's in this one too. Maybe I should sit back and try to watch it without any of the edits for television. Oh, Fortune Feimster, Feimster. How do you say her last name? Feenster. Feenster. She's a uh, she's in it too. Wow, there's just like a ton of people. I need to actually go and watch this one all the way through. I think I'm gonna put uh, one to this one, but a big boozy hound and do one hoonapoo because that's one that I brought a couple years ago to the Christmas party. That's right. That was before uh, any of us had had it. It was a it was pretty a big good, deal. Yeah, that that one was good. And then um, there's the the other one from the Florida brewery, uh, uh, Funky Buddha. Do you yeah. remember? Oh, that I was do. such a good one too. I actually had a uh, one of the guys at the bottle share brought a 2015 Huna last mm. week. And how, how did it hold up? The cinnamon still holds up incredibly well. Ooh. Now a little bit of the heat has died off, obviously, but you still get that cinnamony punch right up front. And it's not that you know when you were a kid you put cinnamon sugar on toast. Yeah, but then you taste actual cinnamon. Like it's the actual cinnamon you get up front. It was like, oh, this is this is good. This is some good drinking. It's got a little bit of spiciness to it. Then yeah. we, we should make plans to go down for a, a Hunapu day. 
Some year. Some year. Not this year. Not next year. No. no. Maybe a couple of years, though. Yeah. Maybe we're well into our 40s and 50s. We can afford to stay, like, you know, nice places. Yeah. Really do it up in in, uh, Tampa. Or we can do it next year and sleep in my van. Either way. (laughs) We at least have one beer. And uh, this one, imported all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. We talked about your brother's brewery earlier in the show. Outline. Yeah. Uh, tell me about this beer. Um, this one is called Cruising in the Dark, and it's his first take on a Dunkel. You oh. had a Dunkel before? Uh, I have, yeah. Well, we used to go to Frankenmuth every Christmas. The, that's hat, like a third of what the, the is sold in that entire city. Yeah, I told my brother, I was like, I used to get Dunkels all the time when I was just fresh out of college. And at the one bar, uh, Constant Spring, they had Franziskaner on tap. And so I'd always get that. I, I liked the, the sweetness of it um, back when I liked – that was before the hoppy beers. Um, so, yeah, this one is, uh, it comes in at a 4-1. It's called Cruising in the Dark, and um, it kind of drinks like a brown, actually. But I'll let you, I'll, I'll let you try it. Yeah, Dunkel, um, they're typically darker in color. This one looks nice and malty and dark. Uh, the head's nice caramel, caramely. Uh, I'm making a mess over here. Are you? Yeah. Oh, this equipment's not expensive. <laughs> hey, we just got a new air conditioning system yeah, in here. Let's I go know, to a board. I know. Yeah, hopefully the engineers aren't listening, but uh, yeah, it pours really smooth. It almost pours, uh, it's got a nice cola body to it. Yeah. It's still got, uh, I wanted to open this since it was just picked up on uh, Sunday. I wanted to make sure that I we got it within like a, about a week's worth because I know that like Crowler sometimes, um, if you hold on to them for too long, then they'll lose some of that. Uh, yeah. Geez, I'm making a mess over here too. I know. It's. Uh, you know, you're right though, because sometimes a beer will hold really well. I've had crowlers from the Crooked U last way longer than they suggested. They're always like, drink this soon. Yeah. And life will happen and I'll wind up letting it sit in the fridge. I think I let one of it sit in the fridge for about a week and it was still fresh to death a week later. I'm not saying you'll get that experience every time. I think a lot of it has to do with how well the can seals. Yeah. But uh Goshen Brewing Company is another one. I've had great luck with their crowlers. Yeah. And I, I didn't realize too that um and maybe they do this everywhere, but they, they release or they put uh CO two actually in the bottle or in the can to then release all the oxygen so that you're basically um left with nothing in there, like no no oxygen. Yeah. So that shoots it down and then he goes and he fills it up and um well let's give it a try. Let's give it a go. I'll uh mm, mm. Damn, that is a Dunkel. Yeah, that reminds me of the Dunkels you get in Frankenmuth. Yeah, it's very like German. Yeah, uh, you get you super you get a lot mal- ready. Su- yeah, it's super malty, but it's also really light. Mm-hmm. Mm. I gotta get a picture too for the gram. Yeah, that's that's pretty impressive. You said this was his first crack at a Dunkel. He just decided to roll it out. Mm-hmm. And he's he's got some really good um, some German. Did you get a picture? I did. Okay, cool. Um, He's got his uh, Mertzen that he had on tap was really good, too. He called it a Marsen, but I'm like, weren't we educated on that when we had to do, like, the commercial or something? That it's like, it's it's German, it's Mertzen. Uh, so I kept calling his uh, Autobahn. But um, he's done really good with the lagers and uh, and different German styles. And this is also a, f- a fun beer because it is more robust, definitely toward the uh, the stout family. It's, it's that dark, that malty, rich caramel. But also mm-hmm. the ABV is low enough that you can... Absolutely have these as a session beer. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that it reminded me of is kind of like Bell's Best Brown. Yeah. Um, just because it has kind of that chocolatey character. Um, it's it's more sweet. There's not a whole lot of hop in this one. I don't know if he has uh, IBUs in the can or anything like that, but it's good. It's good. There you have it. Our split one for the week here on Music to My Beers. We will uh, split another one next week. 
I think I'm going to have to really pony up and do the next couple of these because you've, uh, I think if we're counting gift deficit, you've brought in the beer for a lot more of these than I have. Nah, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it then? All right. Well, you yeah. Put, yeah, the record is official then. I like stopping by the liquor store and that, that was one thing that I was going to do this year and then I just kind of got lazy. I was going to do an advent calendar, like my own advent calendar because I saw that the Bells released one and then it sold out within like... And thirty the, minutes or and something theirs, like that. I want to say was like a, because founders did one too, and they were upwards of one hundred and fifty bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's and a, you had to travel to get there, pick it up on a certain day to then. Yeah, you know. and I've seen some anger online to, uh, directed toward founders. I haven't really looked into bells too much, but I know the founders promised like some mystery releases or whatever, and it was all just shelf stuff you could find. Oh yeah, which would be a little disappointing. Get angrier and angrier the closer you get to Christmas. Damn it, they screwed me again. Screwed. Other pit stop on this runaway train that is music to my beers. We break it down every week and we throw in together a mixer sixer. A lot of popular bottle shops in the area will offer you perhaps a discount to mix and six your own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach and I do that with no discount. These are just suggestions or things we're after. Do you want to go first or should I go first? I can go first. All right. We'll let you go first. I can't wait to see how many of these are going to be beers from your brother's brewery, but go I, ahead. I know. <laughs> I, actually, I want Outrun and I want Outrun. I, I didn't include a single one from his brewery. Wow. Uh, and I actually, because we were trying to be so safe, we didn't go out to any bottle shops while we were in Atlanta. Typically, we'll go out to this place called Greens, and it's like a party shop where they've just got, it's like our version of Belmont and Citywide, where they just have tons and tons of different beers. And there's even a, a Greens that has a cellar, and I've been there before for some uh, Wicked Weed. But we didn't go out. So I brought my own beer from a bottle shop uh, here in town. And I got the Ugly Sweater Pack, um, the Bud Light Ugly Sweater Pack. All right. And then the IPA Pack from um, Voodoo, or uh, New Belgium, for their, their Ranger Pack. So um, of the Bud Light Pack, I'm going to throw this one into the Sixer Mixer. I would throw in the Apple Crisp. Did you ever have the apple beer from Line and Kugels like way back in the day? That's a negative Ghost Rider. Oh, it was so good, and you know, they discontinued it. And it's funny, you're not my only friend who said that this is. I think our, our pal Noshpit Mom said this was like that. This is the way to go for the holiday drinking. Yeah, yeah. This this pack of the ugly sweaters is awesome. It's it. I wasn't wild about the peppermint patty as much as I thought I would be, but think about like peppermint. But not that sweetness. I think because I drink so much Kroger brand of soda water, but also you're used to that first run, like that first couple of different runs of seltzers mm. from like hard seltzers, were all like lime and fun pool flavors and yeah, fruity and summer tropical. drinking. But then when you take it on, you're like peppermint patty or an apple crisp. I just for some reason in my brain that doesn't work for me. Ooh, apple crisp was good and cranberry was good. All right, ginger. Mm, it just tasted like a ginger ale that wasn't sweet. I've got a real bad, like, giant box of calico seltzers that I've <laughs> just been whining about my house left over after various things. Oh, yeah. I don't know who's going to drink these things. Oh. Maybe I'll leave them out for, like, Santa Claus. Hell, that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Low, low calorie. Keep you going, St. Nick. <laughs> or the, the male people, you know, from UPS and whatnot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Take one. Um, and then the other one that I was going to throw in is uh, a Voodoo Ranger from that pack, because I mentioned that. Um, I brought that down, and their experimental IPA was really good. It's got... It's more tropical than I think anything else that I've had from that series and that lineup. And it was just, I, I don't know if they used a different kind of hop or, or what made it experimental, but it was just, it was really delicious. You can find that, pick up the, the 12 of them. It's, All right. It's good. And then the last one I'm going to throw in, and we talked about it earlier on the show, is this year's Dark Lord. If you got it, drink at least one. I, if you got the four pack and you got the allotment or you got two allotments, drink at least one this year because you were right. It's sweet. It was delicious. Um, it's a really good take on a Russian Imperial. 
Yeah, when I first started going to Dark Lord Day 125 years ago, the the popular, uh, I guess, conventional wisdom was you get it in May mm-hmm. and then you don't drink any of it, uh, any of the bottles, until about Thanksgiving because that's when it's really going to be at its flavor peak uh, oh. initially. And this year, because we got it close to Thanksgiving, I think you didn't have to. So maybe maybe that was the difference. They held on to it for us. Yeah. There's no temptation there. So, yeah, I'd, uh, it was just as good as the first time that I had it when you brought it into the studio. Back at that Christmas party all those years ago? 150 years ago. Oh, man. Uh, the first one I'm going to throw in is one that I, I had last weekend, and one of our new hot favorite regional breweries is Wax Wings up in Kalamazoo. Oh, yeah. And they do it. Their their IPA game is just sick, but a friend of mine brought a crowler of their fruited sour. It's called Holiday Mule. Ooh. Yeah, it's low ABV. I mean, definitely it's easily sessionable to that sour family, um, but it's a little bit of cranberry, and you get a, a, like a lot of ginger. Mm. But it's very much you've cut up like ginger root for recipes, yeah, and you get yeah. that real pungent ginger aroma. Mm-hmm. It's like you can taste you can taste that root like it's the exact real thing. It's not an extract, but it's Ooh. it's and it's not overpowering. It's just up to that line where it's like pronounced and you can taste it. And if you have a chance to get up to Wax Wings, I know because of COVID and the way Michigan's working that you have to order in like several days in advance. Oh, okay. And they have certain pickup hours. I rode my motorcycle up there over the summertime, and I got there, and they're like, no, you just can't come up here and buy beer. Oh. I was like, well, could I buy merch? And they said, no, we can't let you in. <laughs> and I started yelling out, I'm from Indiana. It's a long way home. <laughs> Go they, on, get. And they closed the blinds. But if you ever ch- have a chance to get up there, it's um, next to an auto parts store and a rinky-dink mini mall. Man. I want to go and check it out sometime because I've heard nothing but good things. And I think even our buddy um, Brandon from Niles Brewing, didn't he do something with Wax Wings? Yeah, he did, a, he did a collaboration as well. Uh, the next one I'm going to throw in, and I forgot. Uh, I had one of these in the cellar, and I know that they just rolled out this year's version, but the Willitized from Lagunitas. Oh, yeah. Super fantastic coffee stout. I mean, because it's Lagunitas, it's priced for the working man. A uh, lot of boozy heat, loads of coffee, really well done, and if you have a chance to pick it up, get at least one. I'd get two, one to drink now, one to save for maybe a year or two. Mm-hmm. I had the 2019. I've got to go hunt down the 2020 because it's also nice to have those beers in your cellar, and we could talk about this another time, or your stash, rather, that didn't cost you an arm and a leg. Yeah. They don't feel like they need a special occasion to break out. Like, mm-hmm. I was down there doing some rearranging, and I thought, oh, this is great. I'll, I'll bring this up. And uh, yeah, it was it was quite it's a good. couple quite a couple of weeks, Zach. Oh man! And then the uh, the last one I'm going to throw in is if you have any still from uh, a couple of years ago, Curmudgeon's Better Half from Founders. Mm-hmm. That first big couple of years run that Founders did for their Barrel Age series, and they were kind of hard to come by a little bit. I went out and got a four pack and a bomber of each one. Yeah, because it looked pretty lined up in the basement. Oh man! And Curmudgeon's Better Half was the one that I still had uh, all of it. So I finally opened one up and drank it, and man, it's it's drinking really fast. The heat's kind of worn off a little bit, but it it, it gives you that uh, that that sort of caramelly barrel aged flavor. Because that's that's the barrel aged like Scotch ale, right? That they have, or yeah, it's a combination of uh, old curmudgeon and another one of their beers together. Ooh, okay, yeah, it was uh, it's pretty good, and I know they're getting ready to release their barrel aged series lineup for next year too. So that might be coming up in the next week. Now I got to ask, do you have any? DKML? I do have one bottle left. Nice. Yeah, it's funny. It, it's uh, you go back and it's like a, a walk down memory lane. I'm like, there's the DKML, <laughs> and I know they're bringing Fruitwood back again. And I think that's what started that whole thing for me. Is uh, I, I'm one of those guys that falls into collecting. Like I got to get the whole set. Yeah. So Fruitwood came out. Then I started getting every every barrel aid series from Founders since, and, uh, and now it's not a big deal. Hell, you can go to the store just about anywhere in the in the region and find CBS, KBS. I picked Mackinac up the KBS. Fudge, KBS. Yeah. You turned me on to that, and I picked up another four-pack. It's delicious. Yeah, it's really great. And we're getting into that season where you can nurse a beer for a while and just be cold. Mm-hmm. 
So I did want to ask you, because it's been a couple of weeks, and I saw that you posted it earlier this week on your Instagram, uh, the new digs. So how's that coming along, and how... Where, uh, where are we going? I'm trying. Uh, yeah, if, if you look at my my personal Instagram at Cluckoff, well, I'm regretting <laughs> that username. Uh, I'm getting ready to start remodeling the basement, and I, I want to build an office down there for myself. And I've got to frame in some walls. But um, my brother in law, we've talked about on the show, manages LaSalle Kitchen and Tavern, and anybody who manages a bar will tell you just you get crap. I mean, <laughs> from remodels and just and stuff builds up. And he's worked at several other bars before, so he's getting rid of a lot of his stuff. And he's like, I don't want to throw this out. And I said, why don't you sell it? He goes, that's a big pain. So yeah. he dumped off all this neon, these like green pool table lights, and this, these so awesome. light stools. So I thought, you know what? It's not much of a first step, but what if I made a nice little place to post up down here in the basement while I admire the work that I'm doing at the other end of the basement? <laughs> so <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, I took out the drill and I uh, put the neons into the concrete basement and uh, put the table up and set it down there next to the washer and dryer. So now when I tell my wife I'm going down to do some laundry, quick throw in a load and then, you know, load Crack myself. one up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, eventually, I'd like to, to build. I've got sort of the makings of a big. My basement was um, a finished basement, but it was finished in the '60s. Okay, so it's wood paneling. There was like a cigarette smoke exhaust fan down there we had to take out. Whoa! But I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to update it, and make it usable space. And uh, one of the things I've got, I've got my bottle storage down there, but I'd like to build sort of a not a cold room, but uh, you know where no lights gonna hit the bottles and they kind of just be cold and chill. Yeah. I've got a few plans, and uh, you know, unless a kid comes along and messes all those up, uh, that's my plan this winter. So yeah, I threw it up on my Instagram. Like this, we're going to post up and have a beer, and uh, it was fun sitting down there by myself underneath the glow of the neon lights and the pool table lights, just having a brewski, looking at my cellar, and it looked really cool. You got like the the table for four, so you know, or, oh, yeah. or right now you could probably only have two, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Plus, it's not so creepy when I'm like, come on down to my basement and hang out, you guys. Yeah. Are you yeah. going to put a TV up or? Um, uh, eventually, yeah. The plan is I've got uh, some friends with some pretty wild remodeled basements. So I'm, I've kind of got my batteries charged a little bit. But also, it's something I could do you know, during maybe a potential second shutdown or during these cold winter months where there's nothing going on and nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, I'm hoping that uh, that stimulus check shows up someday and sort of puts some money in the... <laughs> And the downstairs project fun, but that's what I'm, that's what my winter project's going to be is to start uh, start getting my way around there and framing up some walls. But now I got a place to sip. I want to like nail on a board, go have a sip of beer. Nail yeah. on a board, sit back, have a sip of beer, maybe two. Look at it, and uh, I laugh with my wife. I'm like, the last thing this house needs is another place we enjoy booze. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's like sort of a hangout area in the garage. There's one in the backyard by the pool. There's the one in the basement. Now we've got another liquor cabinet upstairs. I'm like, you know, people will probably think on Zillow that we had a problem. <laughs> No, you just threw a lot of house parties. You guys are like the Gatsby's. <laughs> yeah, I learned uh, too that people bring you whiskey and you don't drink it. People just keep bringing you stuff, and then eventually you've got like seven, eight, ten, twelve bottles of whiskey. You're like, I haven't drinking any of these. That's cool. Yeah, I'm almost outside, like Lieutenant Dan in the storm. Like, I'm begging for another shutdown. Do it. I got enough booze to last me for another year and a half. Bring it on. Uh, so have you been into anything over the holidays? I know that you're, you're really busy with family and you've got a lot of stuff going on at work. Yeah. Um, I, I really haven't. So we cleared out our basement back, uh, in September. I did see those pictures on the old Facebook. My, my wife is, I'm hanging out at Stryker like her day. She's cleaning out the basement and she did some work. And so I got to hand it to her. So I can't let it get like cluttered or anything. So I'm just making sure that like my space down in the basement is nice and neat and not taking up too much space anymore. Do you have your beer on shelves or is it in boxes? I put it on shelves and I put it in a, a much cooler area in the basement because originally it was on uh, kind of one side where I think that it might have, especially during the hot summer months, heated up because it wasn't okay. that close to the ground. So I put it, it's not 
it's not in a uh, an area where there's like a, a a door or anything over it, so it still lets light in, especially when we're down there. But um, I'm thinking about building a cabinet, so then that way it's it's still close to the ground. We've got a little crawl Dude, space. We can go to Lowe's together. Yeah, you're building stuff. I'm building stuff. That'd be so much fun. I'll, it, we'll I, hit Lowe's. I can learn some we'll stuff hit, like, from you. Blarney Stone on Miami. Then I'll drop stuff off at your house. We'll yeah. Down. My my wife's still trying to get me to finish up the one side of the basement so she can work out down there, and then maybe the other side of the basement mm. where got to kind of duck that can be like my little man cave crawl space area she's like whatever the darkest dampest most disturbing corner of this basement is that's where you're gonna park your crap miller that's me yeah yeah so i and i've actually drank a lot of my stuff uh even last year i was drinking a lot of stuff off the shelf um it is nice because some days you get home after all your chores or mm-hmm. all you're running around for the holidays especially you think dude i don't want to run out one last time to get beer but that and uh it, it is fun to go downstairs and say all right i've I've got plenty down here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's keep, see what's, let's open something up tonight. Yeah, my wife will keep telling me. She's like, you don't want to waste something good tonight. It's just the two of us. I'm like, why do I have this? Mm-hmm. If it's not for you and I, then who's it for? You know, fancy dinner guests we're never going to have? <laughs> no, especially now. It's like... <laughs> yeah, highfalutin, out-of-town relatives that I don't actually have. Oh. <sighs> but, yeah, it, I, I think it'll be good. It'll be good winter just to kind of hang out, yeah. lay low. Yeah, and I think because we all know kind of what's coming, like nobody's expecting things to go back to normal in the next couple of months. We all sort of have buckled in. This is going to be a hell of a depressing winter. So, uh, boy, more feel-good vibes here. I'm using my beers to be had. All right. The uh, last segment of our show where I get to tell you about what we can look forward to coming up. Lots of stuff. Stuff to look forward to. Hooray! Yeah. We shared it um, earlier this week on our Facebook group. If you are a member of that, if you aren't, just search for Music to My Beers there. Join the group. There's three different questions, and we'll let you in. It's, uh, it's, I mean, no don't even password have to, necessary. No password, and you don't even have to answer the question. Some people leave it blank, and, and it's totally cool. They're in the group. We're all in the group. And um, I saw this earlier this week. Uh, there's two different breweries that are moving and expanding okay. um, their space. And I know that you've been out to, to Wedgwood in Middlebury. I saw that on their Facebook earlier this week. Yeah, they are expanding. Yeah, so they um, have uh, a setup now that will be, like, way bigger than what they have had for the last five years. And they're just moving three doors down from their current space. They posted some pictures and stuff. I've also noticed that they've been doing not only to-go beers, but they've been canning some stuff. So um, that's really cool and, and excited for them. And then the other brewery that is moving and shaking is South Bend Brew Works. Did you see that? They're moving. I did not. They're moving to the the Hibbard building, which is on uh, Main Street there. That new remodeled one with the salon. There's... Oh, yeah. Okay. So they're going to be in that space, and wow. that's going to be super cool. And I think they've even got some Kickstarter programs going on right now where you can be like a lifetime mug club member um, of them. So um, pretty cool for both of those breweries. And uh, on a national scale, I saw that uh, Stone Brewing is offering a new kind of mixing pack. Have you seen the 12 days of IPAs? No. Oh. What the, what the hell have I been looking at on the internet this week? I didn't hear about the South Bend Brew Works thing. I haven't heard about the Stone thing. Yeah. Yeah. 12, 12 different beers. You know how like sometimes you get the, the mixer pack and it's like, oh, 40s, three of these, four yeah. of those. Yeah. 12 different IPAs. Okay. and I, That's I, something I can get behind. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be available in our area, but I'm like, that would be sweet if we could find those, a 12 pack. Mmm. Tasty. Yes. Oh. And also, Taste the variety. Hey, and also keep your browser open because I think any day now, Bear Hands is going to uh, release whatever their holiday release plans <gasps> are going to be. I think that's coming our way soon. Their peanut butter chocolate stout is so sweet. Yeah. So good. And look at the calendar. You know, I mean, it's, we're getting a little bit, it's, it's the sixth. Like, 
Not too far off. Should be happening soon. Uh, that's going to do it for Zach and I. Thank you for joining us for this fresh edition of Music to My Beers, and we will see you back here with a brand new fresh edition of Music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Cheers! Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.